The other thing I'd just like to ask before we get going is, was anyone here in the seminar, the very busy seminar yesterday? Put your hands up if you were in here yesterday. Quite a few of you. Okay. Did anyone that was here yesterday hear God for the first time? Yes. Cool. That's brilliant. Very good. Okay. So, um, so far this week, we've looked at um, the basics of prayer. So some of you might have been on the journey the whole week. Some of you may have just joined us for today. So we've been looking at the basics of prayer. We've been looking at what prayer is and how when we get um, a true perception of who God is that's in line with scripture, then um, our prayer lives completely change because we enter um, God's presence in a different way. We've talked about lingering longer. Who remembers the beautiful picture of my husband? Yeah. So we've talked about lingering longer in God's presence, moving away from a microwave mentality to a slow cooker mentality. We've practiced meditating on scripture. Um, And if you didn't pick up the meditation activity and you would still like it, it's actually today, instead of being at the front, it's at the back, so you can remember to get it as you leave. Um, It's just on the floor in front of that chicken wire. Um, So we've practiced meditating, and we talked about yesterday with Mike, we talked about hearing from God. Um, And so hopefully you found some of what we've been talking about helpful. And today we're going to be looking at ways in which we pray and ways in which we can communicate with God. But before we go any further, I just wanted to say that um, if you've just begun your journey with us in the seminar stream today, um, or if you've been here since the start, we just want to keep reiterating that we're on a journey together. So we're here to learn together, to grow together, and to explore prayer together. So um, I don't claim to be an expert on prayer, okay? I'm not an expert on prayer. Um, I'm not like Mrs. Prayer Lady. Um, So God has just really been taking me on a journey over the years, as I was sharing last night. God's just taken me on a journey of prayer and teaching me a few different lessons, and he's still teaching me lessons. So you guys are basically just joining me on my journey this week, which is cool. Um, So I'm not coming from the angle that I've got it all together, that um, you just need to learn my lessons, and then it'll all be okay. We're journeying together, and this session today is very much about us journeying together, exploring prayer a little bit more, and seeing how it works for you. Um, so no, no matter how you feel, if you're still feeling a bit fragile about the whole prayer thing, um, if you're feeling like the way that you pray compared to others just isn't good enough, if you're feeling like, I still don't know if I can do it, however you're feeling, you are welcome here and you're welcome to give it a go. It's a safe environment for us to practice together. Okay, so we're going to do what we've been doing every day, which is play a track of music and change gear. So if you're new to this, we're basically playing two minutes of instrumental music. And this is just an opportunity for you just to switch into a new gear. Okay, So to leave behind the things that you've been hearing about and thinking about um, all morning. And just to say to God, help me to just still my heart, still my mind. And help me to just engage with what you've got for me for the next 50 minutes or so. So chill out. You can lie down. You've got space today. So if you want to lie down, you can. Close your eyes and listen to the music. Okay, so to recap on some of what we've been talking about, when we know who we are, so when we know that our citizenship isn't of earth, but of heaven, we're citizens of heaven, that when God looks at us, he sees a righteous person, that we're not just loved by God, but we're liked by God. When we know that God loves you because he loves you, because he loves you, because he loves you, because he loves you. And when we know that God 
knows the worst possible thing you're ever going to do in your life or have ever done in your life, and he still chooses to love you anyway. I believe it really changes the way that you relate to God. And we talked about, um, earlier on in the week, we talked about revelation. So when I say that, I mean when you really know it, when like you know it because it's been revealed to you by the Holy Spirit. When you know these things, not just with your head, but you've had experience of them, you know them in your heart, it radically can change the way that you come to God and you relate to God. You no longer, no longer come to God cowering in shame um, or in fear about what he's going to say. You no longer come before him wondering if he's pleased to spend time with you, if he wants to hang out with you. You no longer come before him wondering if he's like taking a big sigh and holding back his anger because he knows what you've done. Um, you no longer come before him in any of those ways. You come before him knowing you're his child, you're his daughter, you're his son. He delights in you and he just wants to hang out with you. So when you know that, um, who God is, that he's a father that eagerly desires your company, he doesn't just say, jump through this hoop, do this activity in a religious way for me every day, tick the box because I've asked you to do it. He wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to enjoy that relationship with you and for you to enjoy that relationship with him. Um, when we know that God is a father that isn't anywhere near the definition, your earthly definition of what a father is, so even if you've got like the most amazing dad, you just love your dad, even if you've got the coolest dad, God is even like way, way beyond that. Okay? So, even, um, so God isn't anywhere near your definition of what a father is. He will never abandon you. He will never destroy you. His heart is always for you, to do good to you. And he's always cheering you on, even when you mess up and you get it wrong. Even with prayer, even when you feel like a failure, he's cheering you on, urging you to go for it. When you realize all of these things, all these truths, when you have revelation of all of these things, it changes how you spend time with God. Um, You can come with excitement, with no front. You can be vulnerable, honest, and really real with God. And we've talked about this over the week, haven't we? And we talked about it last night in the main meeting. Um, And some of you have got that this week. It's like the penny's dropped and you've got it and you've had a revelation during our ministry times. For some of you, you're probably still thinking, she keeps going on about this and I just still don't get it. It's still like a head thing for me. I just haven't had revelation. If that's you, I would encourage you um, to stay behind afterwards and get some prayer. The Red Cats would love to pray for you. Um, for that. So please don't finish this week without doing business with God on that. Okay, so today we're going to look a bit more about how we pray. Um, so I don't know, is anyone here, put your hand, I'm not going to ask you what it is, put your hand up if you know you've got a preferred way of praying. Okay, not many, a few of you. Okay, so I was explaining, if you were in the main meeting last night, that my sort of default setting, the way that I feel like I'm wired to pray is to write my prayers down, just because I love, I love writing um, and I love language and words. So um, I've invited a few people, three people who are down here, to come to the front. And they're going to um, just talk to you about how they like to pray. Okay, so Emily, Rosie, Katie, do you want to all come up? And hold my very sweaty microphone. <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't really have a preferred way of praying. Um, it tends to be whatever I feel like on the day or whatever I feel I need to, um, however I feel I need to talk to God on the day. So... Um, Sometimes that is, it's down on my knees and I'm just pouring my heart out to God. And sometimes it's just me having a chat with God when I'm getting ready, having a shower, that kind of thing. Um, Sometimes it's me blasting worship out in the car and just speaking through and just having a chat with our father, really. Um, Sometimes um, 
it's um, me taking the dog for a walk and just going on a bit of a prayer walk and just having a bit of a walk with um, God and just sort of speaking out. I swear all my neighbors think I'm nuts, but um, that's fine. (laughs) Um, And usually it's just having a chat with him throughout the day. So um, I work in a hotel. And so um, if I see people, it's sort of like, you know, just bless them God on their holiday and things like that. Um, but he, he answers those little prayers as much as he answers, you know, when I'm down on my knees, pouring my heart out to him. And I mean, um, I'm at uni as well. And so um, the other day, um, I was really struggling. I was having a really bad week and I'd written my shopping list out. And on uni, at uni, you're on a bit of a budget. And I said, um, God, you know, I really love strawberry Ribena, but it's a bit expensive. Um, but please, like, you're my perfect dad. Just treat me. I am. Um, I really pray that strawberry Ribena is an offer. And I walked down the aisle in Tesco's and all my flatmates just thought I was absolutely insane. They were like, there's no way strawberry Ribena is going to be on offer. It's never on offer. And I walked down and strawberry Ribena is better than half price. And I was like, get in God, thank you. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, he's, he's our father. He looks after us. And those little prayers throughout the day and those little conversations you have with him work just as well as when you're sort of down on your knees, pouring your heart out to him. That's me. (laughs) I am a bit similar in that I tried to pray in a set way and then I found that each day my routine was really different so it just didn't work. So I decided, okay, I will do something different each day. So it might be when I'm getting ready or driving, I can just quickly pray. Or one way I really love to pray is driving somewhere and getting into nature and just away from distraction. Because if I'm in my room or d- in the house, I will find something else to do. But driving like to the beach, seeing the sea, there is nothing else I can do. It just inspires me to pray, reminds me about how um, powerful God is. And it just, yeah, it just is a great way of just escaping and forcing me to get into a place. But that's not every day and it's just different. So it's cool. Yeah, I'm very much like Katie and um, every day kind of varies. I used to try and force myself to do this set thing every day where I'd just write in the journal every night, um, but I found myself not really connecting with God. Um, it was kind of just routine, but that does work for some people. That works for Jodie. People are different, but the way I found um, as like a musician, I find that if I just put in like our gear change song, um, just without words, because sometimes when you have words, you can get distracted by the words and it kind of gets in your head and you start singing the words and you're not really talking to God. You're worshipping, but you're not talking about what's on your heart. I just find just having like a, just in track like that without lyrics, um, just to connect with God and it helps you bring your emotions. Um, that's the way I like to pray. Fab, thank you. So just three people there, just examples of they all pray in very different ways, okay? And um, I've been pondering on prayer on the run-up to New Day and um, thinking about how we're all really different, aren't we? If you just look around the room, everyone is very different in so many ways. And most of the time, we're okay with that. We're okay with saying, yeah, we we all agree. We're all very different. And um, it's just part of life, isn't it? We all have different haircuts we all have different fashion senses we all have different things that we like and things that we don't like and different favorite foods and that's just the way it is and that's fine and but we also have um different personality types and so I don't know if any of you are familiar with personality types and don't put it up yet just hold okay so they are the personality types there's four main personality types 
They are choleric, they're weird words, okay? Choleric, sanguine, melancholy, and phlegmatic, which doesn't sound very nice, does it? Okay, so choleric, sanguine, melancholy, and phlegmatic. So usually, like if you were to, there's loads of different personality tests and things you can do to work out what you are. And, you, and you're a mixture of all of them sometimes. But usually there's two of those that you are, like you, dom- you dominate in two of those, okay? So... To help you get to grips with these personality types, I'm just going to talk through each of them. And as I'm talking through, you might know already, you might have done this before, um, but as I'm talking through them, just see which ones you identify with. And you're going to see yourself, little bits of yourself in each of them, but which ones predominantly are you? Okay. So I've put them into, they're all female. I don't know why I did that, but they're all female characters. Okay. So, but it does apply to males as well. So the first one is um, Chloe Cleric is her name. So Chloe is an independent and confident leader who loves change. She finds it easy to make decisions and to see the bigger picture. Chloe is determined. Her glass is always half full. If someone says something can't be done, Chloe will find a way to do it successfully. Failure isn't an option for her. She's a perfectionist and knows what she does is good. Chloe is opinionated and she's honest about her feelings and she can hurt others' feelings because of this. She finds it tough to say sorry and to admit that she's wrong about something. Chloe loves competition but hates to lose. She has a high self-esteem. Okay, so that's Chloe Caleric. Does anybody immediately identify with Chloe Caleric? Chloe Caleric is me. That is like me all over, okay? Sally Sanguine is next. So see if this is you. Sally is outgoing and always in the mood for a good time. She is the life and soul of the party. She makes friends easily. Sally thrives on being around people and will talk to anyone. Sally's popular. She's always on the invitation list. She's entertaining. She's extremely enthusiastic and she finds it easy to forgive and forget. She's quite touchy-feely and Sally lives for the moment, which means she can be quite messy and she can be quite disorganised. Sally is a performer. There's a few chuckles going on in the room. They're identifying. Sally is a performer, and she likes to be in the centre of attention. However, Sally doesn't have a high self-esteem. She's quite insecure beneath her bubbly exterior. So I wonder if anyone identifies with Sally Sanguine. Okay, we're going to go into the next one. Melanie Melancholic. That's quite hard to say. Melanie Melancholic. Melanie is a loyal friend. She would rather have a few close friends than many acquaintances. She struggles to be around people... And therefore, she spends lots of time alone, meaning she can sometimes be a little bit selfish. Melanie is a perfectionist and she has high standards. She has a couple of hobbies that she's dedicated to rather than chopping and changing her interests. She's an introvert. She's very emotional and she's easily hurt and offended. She's deep, thoughtful and can be very serious. Melanie loves the arts and music and she appreciates beauty. She's happy to stay in the background, not to be a leader. Okay, so that's Melanie Melancholic. The last one, Phoebe Phlegmatic. Okay, Phoebe is easygoing and chilled out. She's very stable. She has no fear of rejection. She doesn't have emotional outbursts or exaggerated feelings. She can take a back seat and she's happy for others to lead the way. Phoebe's patient, she's level-headed, and she's good at keeping the peace. She has a tendency to put off doing things and she can find motivation difficult. Okay, so that's the four. Did anybody know that one of them particularly, put your hand up if one of them particularly relates to you? Most people, okay, you've got one that particularly relates to you. Okay, so we're all different, we've all got different personality types, okay? And 
We also all have very different learning styles. And you might have spoken about this in schools and colleges, that we all have different ways that we learn. So the different ways that we learn are some people learn visually by looking at things. Some people learn orally by hearing things. Some people learn verbally by speaking things. Some people learn physically, others logically, others socially, and others solitary, so by themselves. So we all have different learning styles. So we have different personalities. We have different learning styles. We're all very different. Um, But we also have different preferred praying styles. And for some of you, you know what it is, and for others, you don't. So I'm just going to list a few different praying styles. And there's loads more than this, probably. So praying with other people, praying alone, praying in a methodical way, being creative in prayer, so making things, writing our prayers down, so journaling, listening to music while we pray, or getting out in nature and praying. Okay, so all different ways that we're wired. And it's interesting that we probably, and most of the time, we're okay, we accept that we um, are all different, we learn in different ways. You wouldn't say to somebody who learns by hearing things that they have a more valid way of learning than someone that learns by doing things, okay? It's just like, it's just the way you are. You just learn in a different way to me. Um, We're fine with that, but with prayer, it can be a little bit different. We all know there's lots of different ways that people like to pray, but like I was saying, if you were in the meeting last night, we all seem to believe this sort of unwritten rule that um, the way that God would prefer us to pray is by to do it the way that it's modelled in church, which is by we need to like be okay with talking out loud and saying the right words um, in front of other people. Um, and for me, um, like I was explaining last night, it, I've believed that life for many, many years, and I've always known that I love to write my prayers to God, um, but just didn't think it was the proper way to do it. Um, but that is just the way that I, it's just the way that I connect with God. It's just like a natural thing that that's the way that I'm wired. Um, so I felt really rubbish in most prayer settings because I've just not felt like I've quite met the mark. And I've been really worried about um, what I'm saying and if I look stupid. Um, I'm really self-conscious about my prayer life. So what I'm here to tell you today is that you don't have to go on the journey, the painful journey that I've been on. It is okay to pray the, the way that you are wired to pray. Um, but some of you don't know how that is. You don't know what way you're wired to pray, which is what we're going to explore today in this session. So I have done something that's very, like, not scientific or proven at all. It's just J.D. Peak trying something out. Um, so if Ben presses a button... Oh, okay. So in the middle here, we've got um, Chloe choleric, I find it hard to say that, Sally Sanguine, Melanie Melancholic, and Phoebe Phlegmatic. So if you identified your personality in one of these, have a look at that. And then if Ben presses it again, these are the learning styles that I think link up to each of these personalities, okay? So for Chloe choleric, the learning style that matches that personality is physical learning style and a social learning style. For Sally Sanguine, it's visual, oral, physical and social, loads of different learning styles match her. Phoebe Phlegmatic has one, solitary. (laughs) Okay, Phoebe Phlegmatic likes to learn by herself. And Melanie Melancholic likes to learn verbally, logically and solitary. And then what I've done is I've looked at different ways of um, praying and seen if these match up too with our personality and our learning styles. So I don't know if you can see that. Um, So Sally Sanguine... Um, she likes to get down in nature, to draw, to paint, to worship, to dance, to be creative and to pray with other people. 
Phoebe Phlegmatic likes to pray by herself. Melanie Melancholic likes to journal, to pray methodically um, with acronyms, if you know what those are, and, and sometimes by herself. And Chloe Choleric likes sensory, creative, making things, meeting up with people and praying and going to prayer meetings and praying. Okay, so I'm not saying that this is like gospel truth. This hasn't proven. But this is just a bit of an experiment today for us to journey and try and explore how we're wired to pray. Okay, so um, if you look at that, have a look at where you are in the red bit. Start to think. Do you know what, you might not know what your learning style is. Do you know how you best learn? Do you think it matches up? And do you know how you're wired to pray and does it match up or do you not know? Does that help you maybe think about, oh, maybe I could try praying in that way. We're going to try praying in a moment and we're going to try praying in some different ways, okay? And see if you can find the way that you are wired to pray. Um, but before we do, so some of these things, the ways you're going to pray, some of you are going to feel really comfortable um, and it's going to be like, yeah, this is fine. It's the, it's the way that it works for me. For other things that we can do, other prayer activities we're going to do, you might feel a bit uncomfortable and think, this really is not how I'm wired to pray. I just want to say to you, like we were talking about last night, that's, it's fine. Um, you're in a safe place. And sometimes we do need to get out of our comfort zones. There um, is a bit of an argument that people would say, why should I do something that I'm not comfortable with? Like, why would God want me to do that? He's wired me this way. Why would he want me to do that? And... And yeah, I do think we're wired to pray a certain way, and I do think it's important to have the freedom to pray like that. But I do think that sometimes um, there is a growth which comes um, with shifting our mentality a bit and pressing into those things that we sometimes find a little bit difficult. Um, If we always stick with what we know and what what we're comfortable with, there's a danger that you will never move forward and you will never go deeper with God. You will just stay where you are. You'll just plateau and stay the same. Um, you become familiar, you can become settled and complacent and just like it becomes a bit monotonous. But actually often when we try something new and get out of our comfort zone, there's a real blessing and like a growing experience in that because you have to rely on God and trust him and get out of your comfort zone. Um, we are citizens of heaven. As Christians, if you're a Christian, you are a citizen of heaven. So you, are, you have your earthly body, um, but you belong to heaven. So you don't have to be bound by your natural introvertness or your extrovertness or your creativity or your lack of creativity. Um, That shouldn't bind you and handicap you. You're a citizen of heaven, okay? So we're going to explore some of our learning styles and personality styles and prayer styles. Um, So what we're going to do is I'm going to... We were going to do this so you all mingle around the room and do it, but we were scared about how many people were going to be in here. So we're going to lead it from the front and see how we get on. So I'm going to read some instructions for you guys, and you're going to, I'm going to tell you what each prayer activity and um, what learning style it relates to, to help you try and identify if you get on well with it or not. So the first thing we're going to do is we are going to um, pray thank you prayers. So we're going to pray gratitude prayers, thank you prayers to God. So the way we're going to do it is you need to gather with two or three people, four if you want, around you. Okay, so do that first, and then I'm going to explain what we're going to do. Get into little groups of people. Okay, and this activity, the learning style we're going with here, okay, is um, verbal and social. Okay, so we're with other people, and we're going to talk out loud. Okay, so this is the thing that I would find difficult growing up. So for for some of you, this is what you might find difficult. So we're going to pray thank you prayers to God in our little groups, 
And I just want to encourage you, if somebody prays what you want to pray, pray it again. That's fine. God doesn't tire of hearing your prayer. Um, I would encourage you to pray at least one prayer each, but if you can, try and pray more than one prayer. Okay, don't just pray one and think, I've got it over and done with, that's it. But try and really um, force yourself to keep going. Okay, the more you do it, the more it will spill out of you. Um, so we're going to pray thank you prayers to God. Like God has done so much for us this week, even if he didn't do anything for you before this week, which he did. But even if you think he didn't, this week God has done so much for you. Okay, so you've got things to thank him for. So you can just thank him for whatever you like. But if you're struggling or you're just panicking and you're thinking, I have no idea what to say. Like, help me. Um, if you just click that again, there's four verses here, four Psalms that are all about giving thanks to God. So if you're just really struggling, you don't know what to pray, it is okay to pray scripture like we were teaching you to do a couple of days ago, okay? So you can even just put these scriptures into a prayer just, or just use that as a fuel for your prayer. Um, we're going to spend four minutes-ish doing this, four or five minutes, um, so go for it, give it a go, encourage each other, and you're in a safe place. Go for it. Okay, if you want to draw your prayers to a close. Okay, so how do we get on? Put your hand up if you found that you're quite comfortable doing that. Okay. Keep your hand up if, it, if you know that it fits in with like your learning style. Quite a few of you. Okay, interesting. Good experiment. Okay, who, you don't have to put your hand up, but who like, just felt uncomfortable with that? It's just not the way that you are. Okay. So we're going to move on to a different learning style. So this one is about saying sorry, and this is um, visual, looking at learning visually. Okay, so in the Bible it says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So we all get things wrong, don't we? Yeah? Yeah? Just me. Just me and you around the front family. Okay, so um, as Christians, um, our wrongdoings are dealt with once and for all by Jesus. However, we still have to come before him when we've messed up and say sorry. And so this activity is all about sorry and forgiveness. So we're going to use this activity and you need to, like for you individually to ask the Holy Spirit to bring to light anything around the um, subject of forgiveness and saying sorry um, for you personally, anything that he wants to highlight in your life. So it's a little bit of an abstract thing, okay? So if you are a visual learner, this is going to totally up your street. If you're not, you might, have to, you might find it a bit strange and have to press into what we're going to do. So in a moment, we're going to put some pictures on the screen and they're going to um, go like a slideshow. So there'll be one picture at a time for a few seconds and they're going to repeat themselves, okay? So the idea is we're just going to, you're going to pray, we'll do that in a second, um, and then we're going to watch the slideshow and you're asking the Holy Spirit to highlight one particular picture for you. Say, which picture... Holy Spirit, do you want to speak to me through? Which of these pictures have you got something to say to me through? When you feel like you've got your picture, you know which one it is, um, then you just start to ask God to show you why that picture. What is it you've got? So this is a little bit like what Mike was talking about yesterday. So just like asking, what is it about this? What is it that you want to say to me? He's highlighted it for a reason. So then you're not reading into it like thinking, oh, he must have said things said it because of this or this or this. You're asking him. And he might just really clearly tell you, you might get nothing, which is fine, okay? So we're just experimenting at 
with this. You've got have you got paper and pens? Yeah? If you've got paper and pens, um, then you, you might want to sit and um, write. If you particularly hear something, you might want to write it down. Um, or it might be a picture that you have. Um, you might want to draw that or write that down. Um, and just begin to, as God speaks to you, just begin to talk to him about that. So, okay, that's interesting, God, that you've shown me that picture and that you're saying that. Okay, help me, God, on this journey of forgiveness and saying sorry. Just ask him to um, start to speak to you about that. Does that make sense? Yeah? Okay, so we're just going to... I'll pray, actually, and then when when I've prayed, Ben, if you could press that slideshow, is that okay? Okay, so let's pray. Father God, I just pray, um, as we just... Watch this little slideshow, Father. I just pray by your Holy Spirit that you would really come um, and really highlight certain pictures for certain people. Father, I just pray that there would be no panic in the room or um, about the pressure of you showing them something, Father. As Mike was talking about yesterday, Lord, we just pray you would take the pressure off people, um, Father. And I just pray that they would really um, begin to tune into your Holy Spirit and to what it is that you've got to say. Um, to them individually about forgiveness and about saying sorry. Amen. Okay, so just take a couple of minutes. Hopefully you had a picture highlighted to you. Um, Just take a couple of minutes with a piece of paper and a pen or just in your head, if you want to just close your eyes, just to talk to God about the picture that is highlighted to you and to ask him what it is that he's got to say to you. Okay. It may be that um, you've got a picture, but you don't really know what, what God's saying, which is fine. And I'd encourage you to go away and keep praying about, about that and about that picture. Um, it may be that you've heard something from God and you don't really understand it. You don't get what he's saying. And you can go away and you can pray about that with, by yourself with your youth leader. But um, the Red Cats would love to pray with you at the end. If you, really, if you feel like God's just, in that just few, that, that few minutes, has just started a journey about forgiveness and saying sorry or really highlighted something, you think, oh, I didn't expect that to come out. It might be that you want to receive some prayer for that. And um, there were prayer team are available afterwards. Um, so that was um, a visual learning style. Does anybody, um, did anyone like really enjoy doing stuff like that? Does anyone like love the visual stuff? A few of you, okay. And is that your learning style, guys? Keep your hand if it's your learning style. Okay, yes, it is. Interesting. Okay, anyone find that like weird? Like I don't, like that's just a weird thing to do. Okay, a few of you. That's fine. Okay, you don't have to find um, everything comfortable and natural. Okay, so the next one we're going to do um, is solitary. So by ourselves, um, and we're going to do some journaling. So we're going to do with my favourite um, prayer style. Okay, so pa- uh, did, we, did you get like a blank sheet of paper when you came in? No, some of you have got notepads, but not a blank sheet. So you can, yeah, you can use the back of the prayer that you got. That should be blank. Okay, so use the, ba- the back of that for this. Or if you've got a notebook, you can use that. Um, so we're just going to um, have... Another five minutes, and basically you're going to pray to God about whatever you like. So you, you don't have to like stress about it, think about it too much, put too much pressure on yourself. It's just about letting your thoughts flow onto paper. Okay, so I've on the screen, um, there's, these are four different sentences. So God, you amaze me every day. God, I need you in my life more. God, today I have felt really something. And God, I have felt so much 
I have so much on my mind. Now, you don't have to use one of these sentences, but for some people, like if this is your, your way you're wired, you will just get going and you don't need any help, okay? If you're struggling with this and this is outside of your comfort zone, you might just want a sentence to start you off. Um, so you want to pick one of these or you can use all of them um, to start you off. So that's it. Go for it. You've got five minutes to journal to God. Okay, you've been writing for about nearly five minutes. So if you want to round your prayers up, if you're in full flow, you can pause it and continue it later or hang around behind in the prayer space and continue your prayers. Okay, who really enjoyed writing their prayers down? Loads of you. Ah, interesting. Okay, and who put your hand up if you enjoyed writing your prayers down and you know that is one of your preferred ways of learning? Okay, lots of you. Put your hands up if you just don't like praying like that. It just does not do it for you. <laughs> okay, Benjamin. <laughs> okay, so the final way we're going to pray is um, like in a logical way, by ourselves in a logical way. So in a solitary learning style by yourself and in a logical learning style. So if you know that you're somebody who learns um, you're quite logical and methodical in the way that you learn. This may well be your prayer style. So as you came in, you got given um, a little A5 sheet of paper, which you've just been writing on. It's got prayer on the back. Um, and you've all got different ones. There's like four different ones. So you've all got different ones. Um, and there's a prayer on there written for you already that's just got some gaps in it. Okay, So this is an opportunity for you um, to pray some please prayers. Okay, So you're um, praying for your loved ones and bringing the people who you love before God. So each prayer's got a different theme. Um, And the idea is, it's quite simple, is that you read the prayer, and you fill in the gaps with the name of the loved one that you want to pray for. Okay, Um, and then once you've filled in your gaps, um, the idea is you just spend a couple of minutes just praying through that prayer a few times. It's that simple. Okay, so I'll give you a couple of minutes to do it. Now for me, that one would be completely like weird. Okay, anyone find that weird? <laughs> a few of you. Has anybody really enjoyed praying like that? <laughs> Two people in the room. Oh, three people in the room. Four people in the room. Okay, so, and for those people who like praying like that, are you a logical, methodical person? Is that the way that you learn? Yeah, nodding of the heads. Okay, so, um, they're the end of the prayer activities. Okay, um, and... From the front, standing here and asking you the questions, it looks like um, the theory might be correct, okay? It looks like that the way you learn is probably fitting in with um, your preferred prayer style. So, and for those of you that raised your hands earlier and said you don't know how to, like, you don't know what your wiring is, you don't know how it is your best wire to pray, um, I would suggest to you that perhaps looking at your personality style and your learning style will help you find and unlock the way that you are to pray. So if you find prayer really difficult and really tough and you've just never quite found your niche with praying, you've never quite found the way that works for you, um, I just really encourage you, like um, leaving here, to really explore that a bit more, to explore um, if it fits in with your learning style. And it might be a prayer style that you've just never, ever thought of doing, like you've never thought of praying to God in that way. Um, so I would just, I mean, this is obviously just my little theory going on here. So, um, but 
I just think if it's true, if we've touched on something that, and it is right for um, more people than just us in the room, it could be something that really unlocks things for lots of people. So if it works for you, if you go away and test this and it works for you and it changes your prayer journey and you think, oh, this is cool. Like I finally found the way that I'm going to pray. I would encourage you to encourage others with it um, and also to take it back to your home churches um, and just encourage people who are leading prayer meetings and prayer services to not always pray in one learning style and even say to them, hey, I can help you. I know different ways to pray. And get up there and pray um, with people in your church and show them some different ways of praying. Um, and I'm hoping that you guys um, have been encouraged in just doing these few really simple um, activities that there are loads of different ways of praying and we don't all have to be comfortable doing all of them. Um, and if you get that and nothing else by the end of this week, then that's cool that you've gone away from New Day thinking, okay, I can pray however I'm wired to pray. Um, okay, so we're going to finish there. Um, but just a couple of things before you walk out the door. Um, I wanted to let you know that tomorrow um, we've got a lady called Paige coming to talk to us. You might have heard her before. Um, she's coming to talk to us about prayer as a fuel for evangelism, about how to pray for other people. She does lo- she's got a great ministry. She goes out on the street, like chatting to people and praying for people and praying for healing for people. She's going to tell you some of her stories um, and she's going to mob- mobilize you into doing that. So please come along um, to hear her tomorrow. Um, and I have been saying every day this week about this chicken wire thing that's been at the front with some tags for you to write your um, testimonies and encouragements and just observations from things that you're learning throughout the week on there. But every um, day we've like been really pushed for time and been really busy and not been able to get to it. So what I've done is I've put it right at the back so that as you leave, you're going to walk straight past it. So really, um, we'd urge you to just fill that in and just to write down anything that you've learned or any breakthrough you've had um, or anything you found really interesting. So write it down and tie it on there just to help us um, in our journey of exploring prayer. And it may be that we can use them for seminars and things next year. And I think that is everything. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day.